and welcome to the Teenage Daydream Podcast. I'm Jet. I'm Jen. We are talking about One Tree Hill these days. We are on Season 2, Episode 13, The Hero Dies in This One, um, which apparently is an Atari song. Yeah. Although I feel like I can't actually name an Atari song. I feel like I would recognize them, but I wouldn't necessarily be able to name one. The song that I know specifically is... um. No, I do don't like, recall the name of it now. Did they do like it's, a cover one time? I don't know. Yeah, they covered Boys of Summer. Oh, right. That's it. Yep. <laughs> and, oh, So Long Astoria. That's the one that, mm. that's the name of, I think, the album. But also it was clearly about the Goonies. So <laughs> anyway, I listened to that song obsessively in high school. So Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Um, all right. We are starting with... Oh, it's when Brooke's taking pictures for her. (laughs) For her flyers, her class president. For her campaign. Anyway, she's like, all dressed in like a blazer and all very studious looking. Yes. (laughs) Presidential, if you will. (laughs) Well, and I like because she's, like, doing all the different things. And, like, she's holding, like, the Latin book upside down. Yes. And Felix is like, you're holding the book upside down. And she's like, how would I even know? Yeah. <laughs> and they decide they're going to be easy on her slogan so that even the stoners know. Vote for Brooke. <laughs> or, like, Brooke for president. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Appealing to the masses. Yes. So then... We have Lucas, who is confronting Dan again about Keith and Jules, and for some reason decides to tell him that they're getting married. Why would you offer up this information, Lucas? Yeah, that was a little questionable. (laughs) But then, this is when we get... Dan now has a bargaining chip. So he says he will leave them alone if Lucas gives him the chance to prove that he can be a good father by Luke moving in with him. And of course, Lucas is just like, you mean you having a lobotomy? Like, yeah. no, like this is not... This is not happening. I, uh, I also just, like, Dan doesn't actually want any of this. Right, he's just use, he just wants he's, to be manipulative. Yeah, he's just doing it to be a dick. Ugh. Yeah, hundred percent. Anyways, well, and then like it jumps to Nathan and Haley's apartment, and Nathan's coming out in a towel. Yeah, and there's candles lit, so he's mad that Taylor has access to matches. Yes. I'm just like, what is even happening? You don't know. What is happening? Because then he, like, she's taking money for beer, but she's wearing Haley's clothes, and then of course she leaves, and then Nathan's, and then like, ugh, then the computer dings. We talked about this last time. We did. This shared effing computer situation. Yep. And of course it's Chris Keller, like, messaging Haley. Oh, I miss you. I miss the kiss. I want to kiss you again. Yep. And then, and Nathan, like, goes right into the emails too, right? I think so, yeah. And because, like, that, that was, was the part I was also confused by this because, like, it seems like it's the, the instant messaging. Like, that's, that's, then, the, that's the noise that went off to trigger right, it. Right, but then it looks like emails. But then also the subjects of the emails all look like instant messages. Well, for like a hot second, you did see the instant messaging. But then you did. Okay, okay, okay. But then he opened the emails. And yeah, like all that's that's all I had written down was like the subjects of the emails were like weird, right? Messages. Yeah. Aside from like the font that was picked was just a whole situation. But yeah, like it was that's not how anyone emails. No, no, (laughs) not even not even back then. No, especially not if you're IMing with them. Yeah. Anyway. And like whatever. trying to get them to be with you instead of their husband. Dodgy. Yeah. <clears throat> um, <sighs> at 
that's cool. Yes. Mouth is like asking Lucas questions about the upcoming school elections. <laughs> like he's writing for the paper. Yes. Unclear. He he mentioned something about the paper. Okay. I missed that clearly. Yeah. Uh, which is when Brooke catches up to them mm. and is like, oh, well, actually I'm running and I can give you an exclusive interview. <laughs> Ooh, and of course, Mouth is like, oh, awkward, mm-hmm. because of the windshield incident. Still hasn't told her. Yeah. Nathan swings by real quick, asks if they've seen Haley. They have not. He takes off. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what the hell was that about? Oh, yeah. And then Jake and Peyton come back. Yes. And I have questions really okay here's no i only have questions about like why did jake eventually disappear because clearly in this episode so they're like oh cool jake's back for good now he's gonna get a lawyer to help keep nikki away because he's tired of running and he wants his life back Mm -hmm. so they go through this whole arc this whole thing of figuring out how they can get jake back and then jake's just gone in the future what happens I think I, well, I feel like I remember one thing that happened, but I don't remember exactly how it all shakes down. I do not remember a single thing about what happens and why he ends up having to leave, but like, well, it's such a tease. It's such a tease. Yeah. Well, and because he's definitely, is he in, or is this, I think, because yeah, I feel like he's in mo- the rest of this season mostly. And I then, clearly just don't remember the way this plays out. Well, because I'm, sh- I feel like I can envision some sort of incarceration moment. Like I feel like I can see him what? in an orange jumpsuit. Oh shit! Because like technically, if he stole, like it's not that he stole Jenny, but he stole yeah, Jenny. No, he technically kidnapped her. Yeah. Right. Like I feel We're going like... off technicalities here. That's definitely what happened. Yeah. I feel like something happens with that, but then like, but then I don't remember how he actually ends up leaving. Like, does he end up going to wherever Nikki is so they can co-parent? Is he just gone? I don't know what happens. Okay, so I guess it's less a question and more just registering my complaint that we don't get to keep Jake. Correct. That's really the only problem here. Yeah. Yeah, no, it all makes sense. I'm just like, why go through all this effort if you were just going to get rid of him? One, because like, there's moments in this episode where I'm just like, Jake. I know. There's one where, well, I'll leave what I wrote down for when it happens, but I'm just like, eh. Oh, anyways. Anyway. <laughs> he goes off somewhere because Peyton and Lucas have a little moment where she's like, thanks for calling him. You're a good friend. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, yes, I'm glad that Jake is back, but like, I still think that was a nosy ass thing for Lucas to do. Yeah. <laughs> Then Peyton finds Haley at the lockers. And she's like, hmm, did you Chris Chris Keller? Yes. Yes, she did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Haley straight up is just like, how did you know about that? Yeah. So Haley tries to be like, it didn't mean anything. It was stupid. Like, didn't mean anything. Which is when Peyton says, a kiss always means something. Uh, I mean, she's not wrong. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. Even if it's like... Like, the problem here isn't even that Haley doesn't love Nathan. That's not what's happening here. It's not even that she's interested in Chris. Yeah. She wants what he has. But that kiss still means something. It means that there's a part of her life that is feeling unfulfilled right now. Yeah. And it's just coming out in the wrong way. Correct. Yeah. And then we get to see Whitey! Yay! Yay! Because Jake comes by to see him. And yeah, because he's kind of, like, he's trying to figure out basically, like, how to get back into school or back on yeah. the team or something because like whitey Uh-oh. has to talk to faculty or yeah i was too distracted because i was just happy that jake and whitey were talking and like whitey was clearly like hey like how are you i'm glad you're back jenny whatever you know like that yeah. good stuff i wasn't actually listening to the just 
as much as we are the logistics police. I know, um, right? Because there was definitely something, like, he he needed Whitey to be, like, a faculty recommendation for him. Yeah, because I think, like, he said he hadn't been keeping up with his grades because he was working to try and make ends meet to yeah. take care of Jenny. Um, and so Whitey's like, yeah, I can, he says he'll talk to the principal on his behalf as long as he's here to stay. Yeah. Which is when I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I know. But also like, could they just turn a student of student age away who lives in the proper location? Probably. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess it would be kind of like a backwards expulsion. Yeah. Or like you can come back next year or something, maybe. Yeah. I mean, as much as we love people, it is also the American education system, which I have no faith in. So. <laughs> Same. Just. Sorry. We're in Canada. We learn things. That's all. Um, mm-hmm. And it's not perfect. We don't even learn everything. But. No, I mean, I just feel like our it's a own has situation. problems, but yeah. yeah, there's not quite as stark a divide between, yeah, just seems messy down there. Yeah. <sighs> Agreed. Um, what happens next? Oh, oh. Nathan confronts <laughs> Haley with all of Chris's printed off emails. Yep. He has printed them off. It's dedication. I have questions. Yeah, I have want. I hopefully will provide answers. Maybe <laughs> okay. not. So, of course, he's like, "Oh, like you've been talking with your mom, emailing with your mom, setting setting Haley up to like, right, get caught, basically." Oh yeah, talking about whatever. What about these? Man, it slams down the papers, and she's looking at the dates, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Oh, like look, like all of these are days that since like all of these since happened Taylor since here, Taylor yeah. got here." You know, this time I was at the cafe, this time I was whatever. Now that is fully possible and believable. Mm-hmm. But we know in the last episode that Taylor had messaged being like, don't message me yeah, I was as Haley. So as much as Haley was still lying and saying, because Nathan flat out then asks about the kiss and she says yes. no. Was... Haley lying about the emails? So here, or did Taylor send them? Here is what I have deduced through the episode because there's a later scene where she confronts Taylor about doing this. So here's what I think. Well, happened. That's, then that's what got me more confused too. Right. Because at first I thought Haley was straight up lying in this Agreed. scene. Like about everything. I thought mm-hmm. she just decided in the moment, oh, I'm going to blame all this on Taylor because the dates check out. Yeah. But what I think maybe happened was that scene we get of Taylor messaging Chris as Haley and like stirring up trouble mm-hmm. is I think up until she has that conversation with Haley on the balcony, she has been doing this. And then she's decided to stop and send that final one that says we can't talk anymore. Okay, so this yeah. is post that is, retrograde. That is what I have deduced. Retroactive, okay. Yeah. Fair. I will yeah. buy that. I think that's what's going on. Okay. I was also very confused. I was like, what the hell is happening? Well, yeah, and, that, and then because there was the two scenes, and I'm like, now I definitely don't know. Right! <laughs> Either way... At this point, Nathan's like, I'm asking Taylor to leave. And Haley's like, good cool. call. Yeah. <laughs> then we have a student elections meeting of all the candidates, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Prospective candidates. That's the lard. And this is when we meet Erica Marsh, who mm-hmm. is Brooke's main competition, basically, for president. Because she has been president since seventh grade. Yes. Damn, girl. Right? But also, what is that, like four years? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Either way, she's like basically telling Brooke that she's too stupid to do this, um, <laughs> which is rude. Okay. And that she doesn't have like enough extracurriculars or whatever. Well, like I was thinking like in my head, yes, I understand why like you want someone who's doing all those things, but like that's for a college application. Right. For a student body president, like wouldn't you want someone who actually has the time to do stuff? Right, and it's not as though Brooke isn't involved in things. Like, she is... Yeah. She was head of the cheerleading squad. Yeah. Right? Like, she planned all that and did all the choreography. And 
Yeah. And also, to be fair, she did just form a union. Like, yeah, it's pretty good qualifications. Well, and that's that's just it, right? Like, so if like Eric is all busy like with her like four point oh GPA, yeah, and then her you know language class and her national whatever something she was talking about and like doing all these extra extra curriculars, when is she going to have time to do the presidential stuff? Right. A valid question. Anyways, also she's just bitchy. Agreed. I don't like her. (laughs) And because it's just that like absolutely typical, oh. I mean, kind of like Tracy Flick, whatever, except yeah. we all love Tracy Flick, obviously. <laughs> um, that's an election reference yes. for anyone who hasn't seen the movie Election. Go it's see it, please. been a very long time since I've seen it. It probably deserves a rewatch. Oh, so good. Um, but yeah, she's just annoying. Yep. That was the moral of my story. <laughs> it's a good moral. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the cafe. Another scene that confused me. (laughs) Lucas is like, I got my test results. Were they at the cafe? They were somewhere. Yes, because when he walks in, Karen's like, oh, Deb's away. It's great that you're here so you could do some deliveries. And he's like, cool, I'll pack up the car. But here, look, I got my test results. And he's got a letter and everything. Yeah. And I was like, what? I know. You don't have HCM? (laughs) What's happening here? (laughs) Yeah. Because, again, we don't remember this episode, but we remember later things. Oh, yeah. And this scene causes confusion. Stay tuned for an update. (laughs) Anyway, Luke is fine, and so is Keith. Yay! Yay! But I'm going to move in with Dan. Boo. I love Karen's response. She's like, right, and I want to drive metal spikes into my eyes. Yeah, and he's just like, no. Like, she's literally just like, like, what, 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 what? Yeah, like... (laughs) Oh. Mm-hmm. She, yeah. And he's all like, it's what I want. And Karen's like, mm, no. No, it's not. No, it's like, not. Have you lost your entire mind? <sighs> like, as much as rewatching the OC made me realize that Seth was far more annoying than I ever remembered. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm still, I still love Seth, but like. That's my... the thing is, Seth is still lovable. Whereas, like, I absolutely, and not that I was ever like, you know, mm, Team Lucas or whatever, like, it was never that, because again, obviously it's Team Jake. Um, Clearly. I just did not remember how. Yeah. Anno- like, just, uh-huh. and not even, like, I'm saying annoying, but like, not even like, you know, we do the most annoying area episode, just, ugh. Yep. Every time I, like, every scene, every, in my notes, it's always like this, Ugh. Like, I just, he's so whiny, and I... Isn't he? My God. I just can't. And all the stuff that he's doing, I'm like, you were exactly like Dan. And I just, he's so... I just can't. Anyway. Yeah. Speaking of, we go to the dealership. Oh, my God. (laughs) So Dan, like, lays into Keith for being late. Like... Full blown angry Dan. Yep. Why are you late to my office? Like, in the office now. Aside from the fact that Keith is like, oh, well, like, I just want to check on Jules. Why are you checking on Jules? Why are you justifying yourself to Dan? Aside from the fact that, yeah, if you're the VP now, like, you can't show up at 9.05 a.m., like, pfft. so many questions. Anyway. But then it it's turns a out it's a surprise party. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, that was, that was a lot for a surprise party cover, Dan. And I, I know Dan's like, you know, yeah, doesn't have a very good barometer of what's like a normal level of human interaction, but <laughs> whoa. Well, and then at first I thought it was like a promotion party. Right. But it's not. Uh-uh. It's an engagement yeah. celebration. Yeah. For just Keith, not his fiance. And, like, the dealership employees. Yeah. (laughs) It's very weird. It's very strange. (sighs) But then, obviously, this is just a way... To manipulate. Yes. 
for Dan to be like, I know what's happening here. Yeah. Well, and he even says, like, because there's, you know, there's, like, however many people fit into the office kind of a thing. And Keith is like, mm-hmm. oh, like, this is probably about as big as the wedding. He's like, no, like, oh, it's my gift to you. I'll pay for your wedding. Let's make it big. Let's Because he's trying to yep. make it big and grand and fantastical so that then it will blow up bigger. Mm-hmm. Precisely. Because he's just, that's just it. I for, didn't realize, I did not remember how awful of a human being Dan was and how sucky of a baby Lucas was. Yeah. And the thing is, I, I did remember to a degree how awful Dan is, but it's like, it really truly is so much worse than I remember. Yeah. Cause like I knew, and I remember like the thing that happens that we mentioned and we always call it the thing. Yeah. And obviously like that is the right. Obviously that like, is awful. Bad human. But it's the manipulating mm-hmm. and gaslighting and just, and like just every chance that he gets to purposely mess with people. That's yeah. what I forgot about. Like, man. Yeah. I know, right? God. So, of course, at this moment that this party is happening, Karen comes storming into the dealership. Yeah. Because <laughs> she knows right away that there's no way Lucas actually wants to do this and that he is being manipulated by by Dan to do it. So she wants to know what's going on. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, oh, what's the party for? (laughs) Dan's like, oh, we're celebrating Keith's engagement. And she's like... Because again, again, that's Dan being a jerk. Yep, absolutely. He didn't have to lead her in there, but he does it on purpose. Absolutely, he does. He's a dick. There's just, like, not even a good enough word to describe what Dan is. Like, no. no. Hmm. Oh, boy. So then we have another scene with Haley and Peyton. And Haley tells her that Nathan knows about the kiss with Chris. Mm-hmm. Because Taylor's been emailing him under her name. And that's when I was like, wait, for real, though? Because I figured, why would she lie to Peyton about this? Yeah, right? Like, it's, that's when then I was like, oh, okay, maybe that's really what you got. Right. Except Peyton does point out that, like, you still lied about the kiss, though, so, like. Right. Like, you're still lying to him. Yeah. And, I mean, Haley has a little bit of a point where she says, I I don't see the point in telling him now because Chris is out of my life. Which, to be fair, if she thinks she's never going to see Chris again is a little bit valid. Yeah. (laughs) She knows it's going to cause, like, a massive problem. Mm-hmm. And if it really did mean nothing, maybe he doesn't need to know. Yeah. And, yeah, and, like, it's not like she she didn't initiate it. She right. didn't, like, really go all in on it. She just definitely didn't stop it. Right. Or, like, didn't stop it fast enough. Yep. But then yeah. Peyton does make her, like say like so what's the deal like what is the truth what is the deal and like chris and i just have this connection through music barf um it's... i realized that my problem with this episode and i'll mention it when we're, when we're talking about quotes later is everything's just too like i don't know if sentimental's the right word but just barfy oh yeah my description oh yeah 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 oh yeah <laughs> i have a i i definitely made a note about that i feel like i don't have a favorite quote i just have a list of barf quotes yep nope i absolutely you're correct i fully make a note about that <laughs> and because yeah you know like we we'll just get have this, there you know it's it's only about the music our connection is through music like mm. <laughs> yeah. Right? Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, indeed. Uh, then we end up back at the cafe and Keith and Karen talking because obviously they didn't actually get a chance to talk at the dealership. Yes. And it's like, you know, she's congratulating him and Keith is saying, like, you know, all those years that I wanted you, like, something, you know, like, I'm glad that I loved mm. you for those years, but then it's supposed to be Jules, and I don't know, something barfity barf barf, and 
too many deep yeah, conversations right? in this situation. <laughs> Agreed. So I feel like, you know, like they kind of ended up okay, but like, I just didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, she does tell Keith at this point that Lucas is moving in with Dan and Keith is like, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely like, mm, something is. Something's going on here. Yeah. <laughs> then... Oh, yes. Brooke is hanging up all of her posters. Yeah. Um, and they end up seeing that Erica Marsh has put, like, other, like, banners over top of them. Yeah, like talking a, about, like, 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 a smear campaign. Oh, yeah, like, like, fully a smear campaign. So it's, like, talking about how low her GPA is and then how she skips so many classes and stuff. Um I was very distracted in this scene because Brooke was wearing a jacket that I'm fairly certain I owned at one point. <laughs> like this like little tweety thing. <laughs> very in style at the time. <laughs> <sighs> so yes, she's running a smear campaign and has gone so far as to actually, she has a video of it <laughs> because I guess it's one of those schools that they have yeah. TV announcements. Um, saying that Brooke stuffed the ballot box for Homecoming Queen and has a video of it and Brooke is like appalled because she's like no I knocked it over accidentally and I was putting them back in like (laughs) so poor Brooke she has to deal with this now back at the cafe Luke and Karen are not speaking (laughs) but I just want to quickly interject yes the other girls so Brooke and Haley kind of give Peyton the like wink wink oh Jake's back what's going on with Jake oh Ooh. right 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 and Peyton's just like it. oh you know like we're just figuring it out like yeah so yeah just because obviously like that's where we're headed so <laughs> yes 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 excellent then we end up back at the cafe yeah with Lucas and Karen and Andy <laughs> yes so yes Lucas and his mom not speaking and Andy's like hmm going on here <laughs> actually i think he says something like it's frosty in here or something and karen's yeah. like you're not here to give me the weather report yeah and he's like whoa what is happening <laughs> and i can't remember if she tells him here what's going on she must uh or does she just go straight into talking about keith no because she she because because andy what because he's like oh like i thought Lucas took the test like what's the problem right and she's like no it's because he's moving in with Dan and like something about that is weird and then she definitely says like oh and like Keith and Jules are engaged and like mm, and you can tell that like Andy's starting to kind of a little bit like mm. right but yeah she definitely like spews out like this is happening and this is happening like Meh. yeah <sighs> But, I mean, she makes a good point about Jules. Yeah. She's like, how much do we really know about her? Yeah. Valid question. The answer is very little. Nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Then Felix and Brooke swing by to talk to Lucas. Mm -hmm. Or I guess just to, I don't know. Lucas is there. Felix is rude to him. Yeah. (laughs) Because well, yeah, Brooke they're... has asked for his advice about what to do about the smear campaign, basically. Like, she's like, how should I handle this? Yeah. And he's and like, I'm... sorry, you go. Sorry. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, she's looking, like, you know, she's trying to, like, dig up dirt on air for, like, something. And, like, Lucas is right. just like, just, like, don't lie. Like, yeah. if the things that she said are true, like, I think he's kind of suggesting, you know, like, lean into it, but in a way that, like swings it back in your favor sort of right exactly um but yeah then felix is just like meh, meh, Lucas, meh. yeah he's a dick yep and um, then peyton comes in with jake yay <laughs> she is very excited because the wreckers are going to be playing at trick which is michelle branch and jessica harp that's it thank you i don't know why i forgot her name for a second there because 
there's no way I would have remembered that. I mean, fair. Well, because, like, Miss- Michelle Branch, obviously, like, not forgotten. Yes. Damn. Uh, but as soon as they said the records, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. But I definitely didn't remember the name of the other one. Yeah. <laughs> Until they said it a few times in the episode. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, Jessica Hire. Yeah, sorry. Um, it's just because uh, Michelle, Branch, Michelle Branch has, like, that song. Yeah. What is that song? I don't recall. Uh, oh, Everywhere. Everywhere to yeah. me. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And also, like, this is, like, okay, like, Trick's starting to heat up. Yeah, baby. I'm so excited. I know. I was so excited for this. I was like, yes, they are coming. <laughs> it's happening. Oh, my God. We're going to start losing it soon. We are. <laughs> um. So Peyton's excited. And then Brooke is excited because she decides it'll be perfect for her campaign launch party. Yes. <laughs> yep. Ugh. <laughs> so then back at Nathan and Haley's. Taylor's like talking to Nathan like oh can you zip me up mm. and Nathan's like I know about the emails get out why would you do this why would you make up a kiss mm. which is Taylor. clearly then when Taylor like clues in yep so then we immediately go into after he kicks says that she's done get yeah. out of my house um it's kind of a weird transition because then Taylor's it's getting in. Super weird transition. <laughs> so strange. Like, why wouldn't we just have Haley then coming home? Anyway, whatever. Yeah, Haley's was... already there. Taylor gets home from somewhere. I don't yeah. know. Time has passed. She's left and come back. Unclear. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was such a strange It was. Transition. Yeah, no, I, I clocked it right away. I was like, this is, yeah. Haley immediately starts giving her crap about the emails, which is when I was like, oh, so like for real, for real, Taylor was sending these. Yeah. But then Taylor obviously is like, okay, but you're still lying to your husband. Yeah. But she says, you can use me as your scapegoat if you want to, but we both know what actually happened. Yeah. <sighs> Cue Nathan coming in and Taylor being like, I'm out of here tonight. Peace out. Yeah. It's like there was meant to, like, when they when they edited those scenes, they were gonna have something in between, like cut to somebody else. Yes. But then they ended up just putting them back to back. Yeah. So like they clearly ended up yeah either no cutting sense. the scene that was supposed to be in between or something. Yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> and then we get oh my god, knocking on the door and Taylor answers, and it's Dan and he's disgusting, gross. Because the first thing he says, looking at Taylor, who, like, does tend to wear smaller-sized clothes, but not, no judging, because, like, no. He says, oh, upgrade. Which, here's the other thing. Like, so how old are they at this point? They are juniors? Yeah, so they're, like, 17. So she's, like, what, 20? Yeah. Because she was... If she was, if, if she, she was, was a senior, senior when, Nathan when Nathan was a freshman, freshman so she's like she's three 20, years older than them. Yeah, twenty twenty one. Like, yeah, ugh. it's gross. And also, like, how would he even know? Like, in theory, that's meant to be like, oh, an upgrade from Haley because they're sister. But like, how does he even know who Taylor is? Right. Either way. But then, so in case this was not disgusting enough, she goes <sighs> on to say, "I'm out of your league," which he follows up with, "Wanna bet?" Oh, I missed that part. I shut it down after the upgrade and clearly stopped listening. <laughs> Thank God. You did. You saved yourself from that disgusting oh. comment. And I was like, vile. You were a vile person. Because oh. at the very least, you would think maybe this girl's in high school because she's with my high school son. Anyway. But then he throws... A box at Nathan. Mm-hmm. And it's, oh, this is the last of your stuff that was in the house. I need to make room for Lucas. And of course, Nathan is Nathan and Haley are like, what the f***? Right. Because like, again, he's only, it's also yep. like the smallest box. So like, you could have tossed that anywhere in the house and it would have been fine. Right, it's a large house. And like, Lucas also doesn't need that. But like, 
right? Like, aren't there probably other rooms that Lucas could have stayed in? Anyways. Right. <laughs> we're back or like, to the... I don't know, stick it at the top of a closet? Like, it's one box. But we're back to figuring out why Ryan was always in the pool house, not the main <laughs> <laughs> Is there no more rooms in that giant mansion? But, like, it's just to cause trouble. Oh, absolutely. 100%. He just wants to lord this over everybody. Like, that's the entire... Yep motivation here hate it hate it hate it hate it hate it yeah. but back at school Brick's hanging up some new posters with like basically doing what Lucas told her to do and like owning her mm-hmm. her GPA and like all of that yeah cause the one says like yeah maybe it's 2.3 but I've never cheated yeah. or like whatever so So, you know she is also maybe implying some things about yes her competition but that's fine um oh uh, that's nathan comes up to lucas because they're in the hallway (sighs) and he's like are you really moving in with dan and of course nathan peels out he's like nope like what like what I un- now, mm-hmm. technically, I understand why Lucas is doing this. He's being blackmailed. Yes. But, like, what did you think everyone was going to, like... Right. Like, now, you, like, you should have come up with something. The other thing is that this makes so much more sense by the end of the episode. Yes. <laughs> also true. Like, there is key information we are missing here as to why Lucas has agreed to this scenario. But, like, my thing is just, why did he not come up with some sort of story? Like, other than, like, did he even tell Karen that he, like, wanted to get to know Dan? Like, I don't even think there was anything. Yeah, it's very weird. It was just like, no, I'm just moving. Like, no, like, at least get a cover story or something. Yeah, like, figure out something better than just, I'm moving in with Dan because it's what I want. Yeah, even if it's just the, like, oh, the stupid, you know, like, oh, this hard thing. I want to get to know him for real, you know, that he's... You know that BS that he's used yeah, before. Yeah, and he could have been like, you know, taking the test made me realize, like, maybe I don't have that much time, or blah blah blah. Something, blah, blah. right? Like, could have come up with something a little better. Yeah. Instead of this nonsense. Yeah. Then Brooke ends up asking Lucas for help with her platform speech. Yes. And we cut immediately to them in her room. Yes. So she's like considering running like a contest or something to help her win. Like if I win, then you get a date with me or something like that. <laughs> and he's like, you don't need a gimmick yeah. to win. Like, just why do you want to do this? Tell people why you want to do this. Mm-hmm. And she starts talking about how she wants other people to know that there's more to her than just being a party girl and... um. I don't know. This is, again, where it started to get... Well, because, like, Lucas starts talking about courage and gives her, like, a JFK speech. And they're, like, trying to figure it out, of course, and then Felix comes in with buttons. Well, because, yeah, because he's going on about, like... Because she says something about how I don't... Like, no one's going to believe this coming from me. And he's like, I believe in you. And then they have this moment. Yes. Where they're, like, looking at each other. And that's when Felix walks in. And he can tell that there was a moment. Oh, 100%. They were not subtle. And of course, she's like, oh, I didn't realize it was, like, time to, like, go to trick her. Because, like, Felix was actually there to, like, pick her up kind of a thing. And... Yeah, and he has, like, campaign materials, like the buttons, right? Yeah, and it's just this thing, and, like, it's super awkward. And then Lucas says something. Oh, I know exactly what he says. I he wrote says... down part of it, and then I just wrote down barf. The part that I have written down is that everything you need to say is already in your yeah, heart. that's what it was. And it's because it's also the way that Chad Michael Murray like delivers it, and he gets that tone in his voice. Oh. And here's where here here's where I here's why I, where I went off, being like, what is the writing in this show sometimes? Because it's not just it's just like it's overly. I don't remember the show being so overly sentimental. Yeah, me neither. And like. Because even this even happened too in an earlier episode when when Felix and Brooke are getting together, like that whole scene was just like more than I could handle. Oh, and yeah, I, I know I can protect your heart. Yes. Ugh. 
Now again, in theory, as we have said in other episodes, perhaps, yes, these are conversations we would like to have with a significant other, but we don't like it here. But also, I don't know that I would be able to handle this if somebody's no. saying to me, everything you need is already in your heart. Like, I, I, don't, I don't think I could take that from anyone. I'm not a Disney princess. Like, I can't. And, like, I can't remember <laughs> if Dawson Creek gets quite this. I'm sure that it does at Oh, times. I think it's going to be worse. It might be worse. See, it might be, it might be worse, but I also suspect. Or at the very least, Dawson and Joey are worse. Yes. But I also think that Dawson's Creek is aware that it's an affectation of those characters. Yeah. And I'm not sure that One Tree Hill has this knowledge. Yeah, like, this is this is meant to, you know like... I mean? Like, I think they're playing it straight. Yeah, like, this is meant to have us like Lucas. Right. And be like, oh my god, he's supporting her. This is so great. Right. But that's clearly I, I not Dawson's how we feel. I think Dawson's Creek has a little more self-awareness about how melodramatic its characters are. Yeah. Ugh, the Dawson meme before memes were a thing. <laughs> right. <sighs> anyway, that's my rant about yeah. that. Ugh, it's already in your heart. Barf. What? I can't. Ugh. <laughs> clearly. Hmm. Oh, then, so Taylor's, then Taylor's packing. Yeah, Taylor's packing. Haley is leaving. Her and Nathan are going to trick um, and wants to know if Taylor is going to be there when they get back. And she's like, nope. Yeah. I'm out. She doesn't really have any plans. Mm-hmm. And Haley gives her some cash that she has. Yeah, just like whatever cash she has. Basically just to like get her to leave. Yeah. Um... Yeah, that happens. And then we are immediately at trick. Yes. Time for trick. Mm-hmm. I'm painting a tank. Yay! <laughs> what I like is like Haley shows up and I guess someone's doing something to help someone bring stuff in or whatever. And Jake's like, I'll go help. And you're like, yes, yes, you will because you're yeah. a good human. I love him. <laughs> and then oh, Haley... yeah, and then Haley wants to meet Michelle Branch. Yeah, she knows that. Fair enough. So of course, like they walk into they walk into the dressing room and like the records are like singing and blah, blah, blah. and they're like, oh my god, like we've heard about you. And Haley's like, no, no, you haven't. Right. And they're like, yeah, like our opening act talks about you all the time. And you're like, oh no, oh, no, it's Chris Keller. It is Chris Keller. And the every- look on Haley and Peyton's faces. <gasps> Oh, so good. They're like, oh shit. <laughs> like, how did Peyton not know? I don't know. Like, you would think that would be something that she would know, unless she was just so excited about getting them in the first place that she didn't pay attention to the fact That's that they the had Catholic. an opening act with them. Yeah. Um. Then of course everyone's like, oh, you should do the duet. You guys should do the duet. And Haley's just like, no, 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 no. Yeah. He's like, I will absolutely be divorced if I do this. <laughs> yes. So then everyone leaves. And Peyton yells at Chris Keller. Yes. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> well, then they go up because then Peyton's like introducing them, and she's like, "Oh my God, we have like, you know, Michelle Branch, Jessica yeah. Harp, it's the Wreckers." And here's Chris Keller. Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> oh my God! And then he gets up there and dedicates his first song to Haley. Also, I didn't remember loathing Tyler Hilton's music. It's bad. Yeah, it's not great. And in a way, we're like, it's just like the records, but in that kind of, I don't even know what you would call it, soft, slow pop. I don't even know. Yeah, it's not my jam. But, like, something about, like, the girl singing is fine, but as soon as it was Chris Keller, I was just like, this is really bad. <laughs> and I got so distracted by that whole thing, because, like, I just couldn't look <laughs> I mean, he's also just very overconfident for somebody who's, you know, Yeah, and he's wearing bad shoes and, like, the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it kind of, like, cuts to, like, a few people, so we, like... Mm-hmm. 
in between, right? Because, yeah, because Lucas and Mouth are there, and Lucas is like, have you told Brooke about the windshield yet? No. Cut back yeah. to Chris Keller singing. Gross. And then, like, Haley and Nathan, and they're like, let's just leave. But then, like, Taylor shows up. Cuts back to Chris Keller. Yep. Uh, and then eventually it ends, thankfully. <laughs> But then it's Nathan and Chris Keller talking. It's like, oh, oh that's a situation. Yeah. So basically Nathan is there because he's gonna, he was planning on kicking his ass. But then he's like telling Chris, like, there's nothing here for you and you're just pathetic. So it's not worth my time, basically. Yeah. But then, of course, Chris just can't let anything go. He's such a D-bag. Yeah. Even when he was he done really playing music, is. he was like, you guys have been adequate. You know, right? like, when, like, at a concert, they're like, you guys have been great. Or, like, you know, and he's just like, you've been I know, he's adequate. such a dick. Ugh. Like, what a douchebag. <laughs> so he starts going on about how, I don't know, there's, like, a little voice in Nathan's head that's worried about losing Haley, and you're, mm. he's worried that it's right, and, like, Nathan says something about she loves me, and he's like, what if that's not enough? Oh. Shit. I know. I know. But then we get the wreckers. Yay. Someone hands Michelle Branch a note. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're introducing themselves. And she's like, uh, vote for Brooke. <laughs> so that's really cute. Yeah. <laughs> And again, we get this kind of thing where it's flipping back and forth between them playing and, like, people at the club. So, like, we get Haley, who's, like, obviously super into the music, and Nathan kind of watching her, realizing how much it means to her. Yeah. Um, Brooke and Lucas kind of look at each other across the bar, and they're like, mm. oh, oh, I don't care. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Oh, then we get the Keith and Karen scene. Yes. Where she tells him that she is jealous of Jules because it's going to be hard to lose him because he's so used to having, she's so used to having him in her life as like the person she can always turn to. Yeah. He's like, we're still going to be in each other's lives. This is fine. They hug. And he sees all this happening. And you can tell he's like, hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It seems like a thing. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, so Ugh. then that song ends. Haley goes to talk to Chris in the dressing room. And like, why? I don't know. Out of all the things, like, mm-hmm. again, all she does is just wants to say, like, great set. And obviously, I get it. They're doing this so that then he can um, invite her on the tour. Ah. But mm-hmm. like, what? Like, she should not have gone back. No. There. No. Why did she do that? How did she even go back there? Like, where? Like, where is Nathan? How did he not? Like, I don't know. It's not like she could have been like, "I'm just gonna go congratulate Chris Keller," because like he would have lost it. Maybe she said she was going to the bathroom. I know. Lying again, Haley James mm-hmm. Scott. Yep. But yeah, I mean, it is basically just to get her back there so that he could say, you haven't lost your chance yet. Michelle wants you on tour. She loves the duet. Yeah. And and the tour bus leaves in a couple hours. And then we end up, I think, at home with Nathan and Haley, right? Yep, we do. Um, The podcast just sat on my notes, so... Well, so she Taylor's I'm in the guessing. shower again, <laughs> which is I do appreciate that they commented on the fact that like he yeah. says something about how he'll be glad to have their hot water back once Taylor's gone. <laughs> I'm glad they just commented on the fact that she showers all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Haley gives Nathan like this really big long hug to the point that he's like, "Okay, mm. what's wrong?" Yeah. <laughs> which is when she tells him. About Michelle Branch wanting her on the tour. Mm-hmm. And how she's far enough ahead in her classes that she'd be back by finals and everything would be fine. And it's not about Chris. It's about the opportunity to find out if she is good enough 
to pursue this. Yeah. Two comments. Yeah. Number one, how do you get that far ahead in your classes? Absolutely no idea. I had that question too. I don't I like, understand girl, how that what? works in high school. I don't um, either, but I feel like this is a thing that happens in more than one show. Yes. Yes, it does, because this also happens in Dawson's Creek to Andy. Yeah. 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 Like, like university, I get it maybe because you kind of get the syllabus and the books and the whatever, but like yeah. high school is very like week to week. This is your assignment. Yeah. What are these kids doing? I don't know. Um, But she talks about how like up until Nathan, basically, until they got married, like she had never done anything for herself. She followed all the rules. The one time she finally did the, you know, so like this is something that's for her. And that's when Nathan asks, mm-hmm. basically, like, why haven't you asked me to go with you? Yep. And then again, asked her about the kiss. Yep. At least she finally admits that, yes, there yeah, was a kiss. Back. And she explains, like, it wasn't like he kissed me. It's not about Chris. It's not about Chris. It's not about Chris. But Nathan says, if you go, we're done. Yep. Not great. And I really, I hate the ultimatums. I really do. But I yeah. also kind of understand Nathan's yeah. here. For sure. <sighs> the thing is, like, the unfortunate thing is, had this come about any differently? Mm-hmm. Like, this could have just mutually worked out for them. Yes. She could have gone on tour. Then he could have gone to the basketball camp yep like if they had just been straight up honest with each other to begin with if all of this crap hadn't been so weird with chris keller yeah she had been lying to him yes. like they could have just made it work yeah but no they had to be stupid about it for the drama i know cut to lucas packing and karen yelling at him oh yeah I love it because she's just like unpack yeah and she know like she knows that something is up like just like she's like just tell me like tell me what dan has on you like we'll figure it out like just tell me yeah <sighs> and looks like nope we can't yep even if he just said like i know something that i'm not supposed to know and then he know or like he just sort of like half explained without giving any details Except not, that not about the truth, out. the truth, truth. But if you just alluded it to what we think is what's happening, right? Something, I don't right? Know. So at that point, I was like, why wouldn't he just tell her? Yeah. But we end up finding out why. Yeah. But then we go to Peyton's. Yeah. Yeah, and it's Peyton, Jake, and Jenny. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so like it's in the dark. Jake is, like, putting Jenny, like, back down in her crib. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Peyton is sleeping. Or at least, like, laying in bed with her eyes closed. And <laughs> I feel like such a horrible human. Because Jake is there and he's, like, taking off his, like, flannel. And mm-hmm. then he has his little, like, white tank top because mm-hmm. whatever on. And the whole time I was just like, take off your top! <laughs> <laughs> and then he's just, like, standing there in the tank top and you're like, yeah. <laughs> and then Peyton wakes up and you're like yes but then Jenny starts crying yeah oh um, yeah I felt so bad <laughs> just cause I was like oh my god yes yes <laughs> they're cute though yeah yeah Ugh, and then we get more oh, sentimental yeah. montage ending Ugh. so Brooke is like rehearsing her speech in the mirror yes Mouth comes by. Yeah. To tell her about the windshield. Mm-hmm. And how he was angry about being the little brother all the time to her, to everyone. Yeah. And she says, I don't think we can be friends anymore. And he says, I don't think so either. It's too hard. Yep. So, like, hopefully that also kind of gets Brooke, like, thinking about, like, we obviously understand why she's saying it, but, like, why is he saying it? I mean, we know, but, you know. And then I starts cutting with her reading her speech. And... Yeah. 
I'm not going to lie. I didn't listen to a single bit of her speech. It, it was just, again, a lot of that, like, you don't know me. I'm yeah. I mean, I'm sure we could probably, like, read the quote. But, again, I was just so, like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, this is in, intercut with um, Nathan's walking along the river at yeah. night. We see Haley crying in her bed. Taylor comes in, says something about knowing what it's like to always search for something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Back to Nathan, who sees yeah. the table where they had their first tutor session. So, of course, we get the little flashback of him giving her the bracelet yeah. just to remind us that he's given her this bracelet. Yeah. Um, at which point he runs back home and you're like, yes, Nathan, yes. Karen. Oh, yes. Karen comes by to see Andy because Lucas has left and she doesn't know what to do. She starts crying. Andy hugs her. Yeah. Nathan gets home. Haley's gone. Yep. Taylor's leaving. Yeah. The bracelet is on the thing. Yeah. Why did she take off the bracelet? Absolutely no idea. Haley James. No. Like, huh? if anything, like, to... You know, mm-hmm. like, she should have mm-hmm. kept it on to then be like, no, like, yes, I'm doing this, but, like, we're still unmarried and I love you. Mm-hmm. Not here. Let me give you the one thing. Yep. She does other questionable things later in the season. I just do not remember any of this. Yep. <sighs> and then we get Peyton, Jake, and Jenny. Yay! And they're all, like, curled up hugging they in the They are! Bed. I did yes. have a question, though. Yeah. I mean, it's really not a real baby. No. First of all. Hmm. How old is Jenny? That's a tremendous question. That baby because far too small. Yeah, she's kind of remained at baby stage. Whereas Which, I like, feel I mean, like fine. But she should be like almost two. Yeah, like would she be at this point? Probably, right? Because she was definitely she had to have been almost six months when season one started. Right, and to be fair, this is only one year, right? Like, these two seasons. Yeah, I guess so. But at the very least, she's got to be pushing a year old. Yeah. And that still makes her far too large, far too small to be. Yeah, because, like, one-year-olds can, like, walk walk? and make noise. Yeah. Right. Where she's, yeah, definitely still. Where this is, like, a baby. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, just to point that out, I was like, what? What is happening here? That baby's way too small. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they're cute. Yeah. They're cute. Um, Haley arrives at the bus depot with her bags. Yeah. And gets on the bus. Then. Yes, yeah, she gets on the bus. So she's she's off. Goodbye, Haley. Yeah. And then. <laughs> Lucas. Oh, right. He's at dance. Unpacking. And he has some pills and a brochure about living with HCM. And I was like, ah, there it is. Yeah. Which is when we find out that Dan is paying for his medication. Yep. In exchange, I guess, for him staying here and also not telling anyone that he, in fact, does have HCM. Yeah, because, yeah, even Lucas says something about it. He's like, you have to keep footing the bill. Like, if yeah. this is what we're doing, then, like, you have to keep paying for this. Yeah. Um, and Dan, you know, asks, like, how did you convince your mom that you don't have this? And Lucas says he uses Keith's, he used Keith's negative results letter, which I'm like, how? Wouldn't his name be on it? Yeah, wouldn't it be in, like, giant letters at the top, if not in multiple less- times on the page? Unless he showed it to her with the top sort of like, you know how they're always folded? Yeah, but he gave her the paper. I'm sure he oh, gave he? her the paper. It wasn't like he I just... I wasn't sure if he just showed it to her and she was like, oh, cool. And she was just so elated and thinking, I why would maybe, he lie yeah. about this? That's fair. That she didn't look closely at it. That's possible. But I also want to know how he got this letter in the first place. Like, did he just steal it from Keith? Like, when did he get this letter? Yeah. You swipe it from Keith's apartment? Like, what also, is like, happening? Who gets medical results in a letter? Yeah, that is also strange. Anyways. 
especially neg- especially results. Well, I mean, I guess if it was a. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. I don't have answers. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, Dan <laughs> says something to him about how he didn't realize he was so duplicitous. Yeah, no, he's your flipping son. Yep, and Lucas says, I guess I'm your son after all. And you're like, yep. Woo! Mm-hmm. Yep. Then, Nathan is at home looking at his wedding board, the one with all the, the pictures and the nice yeah. messages from everybody. Mm-hmm. The little picture of baby Haley looking like a Sprouse twin. <laughs> 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 I stand by that. Yes. And then he, he her, her keyboard is still there. So he takes it and the, throws it at the board, effectively smashing both of those things. And everything smashes to pieces. Yeah. <sighs> well, that's where we end. Mm-hmm. That's our episode. And again, I'm like, what... What even happens now? What I don't know. See, from here, I really don't know what happens. Yeah. Well, and, because, like, I was trying to figure out the Jake situation, because he's in it for, like, basically the rest of the season, and then randomly three episodes towards the late, like, middle to late second half of season three. Really? So, like, what happens? Something happened, like obviously. <laughs> but oh right, right, like something. I don't know. God, I do not remember how this plays out at all. No. Wow. <laughs> <sighs> so yeah, yeah like, I don't know. Felix is still around. I don't know. Yeah. However, obviously we have planted the he is aware that there is something between Lucas and Brooke. Mm-hmm. Just like we have planted the Andy is aware that there is something between Keith and Karen. Yes. So like you can see the seeds of those two relationships ending. Yep. Um. Obviously, Nathan and Haley just went nuclear. <laughs> yep. That's a mess. Um, and something terrible is clearly going to happen with the whole Keith and Jules situation yeah hopefully I mean not hopefully but like hopefully sooner than later I mean I also hope sooner than later just because I don't want to deal with her anymore at least she wasn't in this episode uh, yeah I feel like it has to be it's got to be fairly soon but I also think it might be I also think it might be at the wedding yeah but like when does that happen I don't know. You'd think it would happen near the end. Mm, of that's this true. Season. Oh, anyways, what did you have as the most high school moment? Just this whole entire presidential campaign situation. Agreed. Yeah. Um. Who did you have as most annoying? I couldn't decide. <laughs> <laughs> did you have choices? I mean, Dan is always a choice. Mm-hmm. Um. Lucas is a little bit of a choice in this one just because of his mm-hmm. weird evasiveness. Yep. Um, I mean, also Erica Marsh. <laughs> yes. Those are, I think, that are the main culprits. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Uh, one, two. What else? We. Oh, yeah. So, Erica, speaking of Erica Marsh. Yes. Um, she's basically the only new person. Mm-hmm. Uh, Catherine Bayless. And, you know, she was in an episode of Bones, mm-hmm. an episode of NCIS, a couple of Gilmore Girls episodes. Yep. And maybe most famously, I'm joking, uh, from Justin to Kelly. <laughs> Which, if you don't know what from Justin to Kelly oh. is, just Google it. Yeah. This is, we're going old school. Yeah, like, OG. filed under things I had forgotten about. American Idol. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man. Yep. As soon as I saw that, I was like, oh my god. Right? <laughs> and yeah, like, that's, like, nothing. She looks like she would be in 
like more familiar in other stuff. I but know, she's not. right? Yeah. I was surprised by that too. Um, it's just because the number of times I've watched Gilmore Girls. <laughs> well, yeah, I feel like she like played two different people or something. Like, it was two different because yeah. it was just over like two random episodes, and like I think one didn't even have like a real name or something. Yeah, I it was, think like you're girl right. number two or whatever. Yeah. Um, as many of the people did that were on shows on the WB slash CW at the time, many people were on many shows. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Indeed. Everyone was a little bit of everywhere. But she is in quite a few more episodes of this. Yeah, show. she's in like yeah. six or eight or something. So mm-hmm. clearly this presidential thing is going to continue. Yes. Um, Did you have a quote of the episode or are we... Uh... No, I literally wrote down quotes so barfy. Yeah, I just went with a kiss always means something from Peyton. Mm, that was good. Yeah. That's good. And it wasn't too like... Blech. Yeah. Well, yeah, because like... The whole thing, like, Brooke's speech, which as a speech is probably really good. But mm-hmm. just like, you know, you think you know me, but you don't. And that means you don't know what I can do. Again, that's really good. But, like, at right. the same time, I'm like, oh, you see me as someone who's popular and who has all the answers, but that's not true. I may not always know what I'm doing, but I'll try to make things better. And when I mis- make a mistake, because face it, we all do, I promise I'll ask for your help. I can't do this alone, but if you take a chance on me, we can do great things together. Blah, blah, blah. If you believe in me... I'll find the courage to reach for your dream. John F. Kennedy quote. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was just all too much. (laughs) It was just all too much. Agreed. 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 Uh, Song of the episode. Obviously, it's the Wreckers. Although the end montage is a keen song. Yes, this is true. But yeah, realistically, but I I had to go with I had to go with the good kind by the Wreckers because. It was the live song. Yeah. But yes, the Keen the Keen song was also notable. Um, she has no time, something like that. Yeah. And I feel like we'll probably get a couple other record song in upcoming episodes. Yeah, right. I would assume, right? I feel I like we imagine. see them a couple times. I think so. Well, especially because technically Haley is on tour with them now, so Yeah. Right? I would think so. Again, I just don't know what happens. Me neither. Like, I have absolutely no idea what happens in the next episode. No. Zero clue. I could not, I could not even guess. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to, like, look it up and just be like, and even when I look at it, it's just like, this makes, I don't even know. See, and it's funny because I have, obviously, I think I've mentioned this before. I have a vague idea of what happens in episode 15 because I randomly watched it when I was in Switzerland (laughs) and it was the only thing in English on the television. Um... But I, I still don't know how we get from where we are to the things that are happening in episode 15. Like, <laughs> so what happens in, in episode 14? Episode. Holy crap. <laughs> we only have one episode to bridge this. What is yeah. happening? <laughs> well, tune in next week and we're all going to find out. We'll see you then. Bye.